Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the HB podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. Here with me, I got Ben. Hello. I got Phil. Hello. How are you guys? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I feel real good mm-hmm. about the launch of the show. Thanks, everybody. It's been super, super S- great. Super good. Super oh. duper. A lot of people checking out our episode uh, with Blake Harris, mm-hmm. which has been really cool. A lot of, uh, if you haven't listened to that yet, Make sure you listen to that interview with Blake. A lot of bombshells. Yes. Not, not bombshells, but... Kind of bombshells. Interesting stuff about Oculus and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Though, is anyone really surprised that Facebook doing some shady shit? No. Not at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. Did you see Aaron Sorkin said that it's time for the sequel to The Social Network? Yes, I did it's see that. It's time for that movie, that. yeah. Oh, that would be fascinating. Honestly, The Social Network, forget the content. Right. The movie, the, 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 everything about it other than that. Mm-hmm. The content's good too, right? But just the filmography. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. Robbed of a lot of things that year. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, as mm-hmm. I said, this is the HP podcast. This is the weekly gaming podcast from handsomephantom.com. We're happy you're with us. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Uh, make sure to subscribe and hit us with a review. That helps us out a lot. Yep. Helps us tear up those charts, mm-hmm. which uh, we've been, we've we've been, been doing. Yeah. So, thank yeah. you. We, we really do appreciate it. So, Guys, Phil, I'm going to start off with you. I'm going to start here, huh? Oh, what did you what did you dream about this week? Well, this week I dreamed that uh, it was more of a nightmare. Oh, I dreamed that Bohemian Rhapsody won. Oh no, <laughs> Best Picture at the Golden Globes. Oh no. And uh, when I came to, I realized it actually was true. And and this whole awards season has been kind of crazy. So it's it's mm. been more of a nightmare than a dream. But I guess I, the good news is there's been a lot of good films this year. Mm. So, but um, maybe your dream can be that the Oscars will redeem some things. I'm hoping, <laughs> but I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I thought they were going to. I started thinking that maybe, maybe they were going to. They were going to give some love to Black Klansmen. Yeah. Um, but it's it's, it's missing out on some of the precursors itself right now. So I I have no idea what's going to happen there. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. if 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 there's justice in the world, it will. It will do good there. But I don't know if there's justice in the world. I don't think there is either. Yeah. If anything, Black Klansman shows us there might not be as Phil, much I'm gonna, justice in the world. I'm going to drop a bombshell on okay. you right now. I was thinking about movies the other day. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, I don't know if I've truly seen a movie 
that made a big impact on me and made the last three, four years. Wow. Um, that's that I was, like, I'm, I'm saying like big, right. like I was thinking, I feel like the last insanely good movie I saw was like inside Lewin Davis. Wait, does, does making an impact mean it has to be an insanely good movie? No, I don't. What does making an impact mean? Because here's the thing: like, couldn't Spider Man was awesome? Sure, probably best anime movie of the year. I've already forgotten so much that movie. Right, I just forget it. Like, I also think that's bullshit though, because Inside Lewin Davis is what five, six years ago now, Mm -hmm. which means your name has come out since then. Mm. Which I feel like impacted you in some way. Yeah, you're probably right. That's probably the last great movie I saw. But what do you mean by impact? I don't know. It's what I feel like it is. I know. That's just what I'm saying. I'm trying to just get a, a handle on that. Because mm. there's movies you've talked about loving. Yeah. Does that mean? Sure. I mean, there's I'm just been, saying that there's seen, movies I love that I forget about. Yeah, but you've seen great movies that have left. Okay, Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Just because it. Uh, no. I don't it wanna, impacted you. It, it, it impacted you. It impacted you for okay, sure. You're getting weighed down Shook. in the semantics. That's of why I'm what asking. I'm saying. What are you saying? I think you just need to take it for what it is and quit getting I, down I and dirty with me. I ben. refuse. <laughs> This was a better year than most. Last year, not a great year for film. This was a pretty good year, though. Phil, so this is our video you, game so podcast where we talk make about it, film. Well, here's episodes. the game thing I wanted to compare it to. Right. Okay. What? Okay. So, Bohemian Rhapsody wins. What is the the game analogy of this? The game from 2017 or 2018? Yeah, Let's sure. Think. The, the game analogy. It's like Black Ops 4. No, no, because Black Ops is good and the director mm. isn't a pedophile. Um, <laughs> let's think. <laughs> Let's let's what you know of that I know of. I mean, I don't know if I can compare it to anything. It's it's true. They won't even say his name in a speech. Wasn't Um, it half? He directed half of it. Yeah, And then he he quit. Basically, he never returned to work, but he Uh, still gets directing credit. Oh, Um, I don't know if there's a clusterfuck as bad as Bohemian Rhapsody in the game, but uh, comparing it to something. um, God, what are some what are some very average movies around the four to five? star range like out of 10 yeah it's Mm. sitting on metacritic at a 49 right now well we had a game that just uh, that we had reviewed on our site that was a five that was never a goatee probably yeah but it was never good okay okay okay. so yeah so we're dragging this out i suppose a little i don't know what i would compare it to but um just it's it's just not good but what's happening especially in some of these precursors with less people they get all pumped up on we will we will rock you and whatever other nonsense and and yeah. they like oh, the last twenty minutes that's a concert it's just like the real concert oh just watch the fucking concert right like, yikes so yeah Ben what did you dream of this week this week I'm dreaming about a trip you and I are taking Dustin mm-hmm. we're going mm-hmm. to Honduras and we're going down to uh, a cigar manufacturer's area I own a cigar shop and that's gonna be a lot of fun but what I'm dreaming about this is kind of weird is we're going to have a lot of like time just to kind of do whatever we want, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the plane ride. Yeah. I'm thinking about late nights sitting around the pool drinking Yep. while we're playing our Nintendo Switches Ooh. in a third world country. Lots of Smash. Lots I'm of Smash hoping. Brothers, local yeah. play. Very nice. Yeah. That's what I've been dreaming about. What about you, Dustin? I alluded. I, I not alluded. I told you guys about this in the Slack just a couple hours ago. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with... Uh, CRT TVs right now. Uh-huh. I want to get a production video monitor. Someone's selling one locally. It's the only person in like I don't know, hundred mile radius. Yeah, five hundred bucks for this old ass TV. That seems excessive. It's actually a very good deal. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, hmm. they look so good, dude. Everyone who has one says that they are like the top tier mm-hmm. gaming experience. That's pre like PS2 and 
under. But she can't do it. I am going to split. Is that what you're dreaming about, though? Oh, yeah. I'm dreaming of it because it's not happening. Yeah. Here's what I know about you. Yeah. And I know it about you because I know it about myself because I'm the same way. In about three months, you're not going to be interested in in super. I mean, not that you won't like them or have an appreciation for them. Mm. You're going to be on to a new thing. Mm, Probably. And you'll be like, why did I spend all that money on a CRT that I'm never going to use again? That's taking mm. up all this space in my house. Mm. Yep. I did that about three years ago. Yeah. And I, I spent a ton of money. I did it about 10 there. years ago. Yeah. yeah. The the thing is, though. An arcade machine. Nice. I'm filling that hole in my heart because I am going to buy the Super NT, which right. is funny because I just did a video about why cl- the original hardware <laughs> is the best. And now I want to buy this clone console. Yeah. But uh, that's basically going to feel like it's free because I'm selling a couple games. Sure. So mm-hmm. that's it. That's it. All right, boys. Let's get into the headlines. You know, guys, there wasn't a lot of things that happened this week, but definitely, like, if you had, if you had to lay out all these headlines, oh yeah, there's just stuff that you would not expect to read, right? At all. Mm-hmm. So let's start out with the big one, and that is Bungie and Activision splitting up. Yes. Bad breakup, or from or, what I'm guessing, it's a bad breakup. It's for who though? Um, who's I, it a bad breakup for? I mean, it's is it's it worse a bad for Bungie? Breakup? Probably. I guess it's not a bad. It's a happy mutual. So yeah, if they can publish on their own, it's happy. I I'd, I'd say it's a. It seems like it's a bitter breakup. Might yeah. be a better way. to Maybe say Maybe a bitter it. breakup. Activision has this company that they essentially see as a noose around their neck, or maybe a millstone around their neck, dragging them down. Mm-hmm. So they're getting rid of that. Bungie is a company with a lot of potential who has a. A, you know, a relatively small, I shouldn't say small when you're talking millions, but a relatively small player base that's very passionate. And given the um, right conditions, they're going to be able to make whatever they want to make without Activision telling them something else. So, like, maybe financially it's a it's not a great breakup, but as far as both parties getting off on a better deal than they could have had, it seems pretty good to me. Before we go too far, I wanted to read you guys the official statement from Bungie. They said, we have enjoyed a successful eight-year run and would like to thank Activision for their partnership on Destiny. Looking ahead, we are excited to announce plans for Activision to transfer publishing rights for Destiny to Bungie. With our remarkable Destiny community, we are ready to publish on our own, while Activision will increase their focus on owned IP projects. So, a lot to unpack here. First of all, obviously, you mentioned we talked about the breakup. Like, Bungie, Activision, the partnership, no more. Right. So, but normally in a situation like this, you would see um, Activision retain the IP, right? Right. But it looks like I'm guessing Bungie is shelling out some big dollars I right now so. to own their own product. Right. So that's just it's it's interesting, and I, I'm I'm glad that that was an option uh-huh. for them. But you have to imagine this is an insanely high priced. Um, I mean, Destiny. Say what you will about its current, its uh, its ebb and flows, uh-huh. right? Yeah. But still, an insanely huge property. Yes. Oh, it's a huge property, and it's a big dollar thing game. Yeah. I mean, how many was it? A billion dollars in marketing? Billion dollars. That's well, that was never <laughs> confirmed, right. but loosely confirmed yeah. many times. So you have to imagine the only good thing that came from their relationship, as far as Bungie is concerned is Activision's money. 
Mm-hmm. Everything else about Activision being there, probably their oversight, the way they wanted them to monetize the game in different ways that we didn't see them do with previous projects, everything about it, except for their money, was probably bad for Destiny mm-hmm. and Bungie in general. So, And I would imagine a team like Bungie, yeah, I mean, they've got a history of working on one project and doing it very well, but they probably would have liked to branch out too. Yeah. And then when you're under Activision's thumb, they're like, you're making this money doing this, and you're going to keep doing that. They could have made another game and then just kept building off of the original Destiny. Destiny 2 might have never came out mm-hmm. if they would have split earlier. Yeah. I feel like... There was too much money there. Yeah. I feel like there's a bit of a chicken or the egg situation here, mm-hmm. right? You have Bungie, who underperformed mm-hmm. in, in uh, Activision's eyes, but I'm guessing that they'd say they underperformed because both games were released too early. With monetization practices that weren't favored by the community that I'm sure were mandated by Activision right. with shitty DLC structure. So was the was the failing on Activision? Was it on Bungie? Um, and, well, was it on Bungie or was it on Activision for making them put this stuff in? You know what I mean? I mean, I would say you can't take the blame entirely away from either one. There's probably some blame on both of them, but uh, it's got to be on Activision, in my opinion, because Bungie was there to make a good game. Mm -hmm. Activision was there to make sure that that game made money. Yeah. That's their fiduciary duty. Like, that's what they're supposed to do. So Bungie's trying their best to make a good game. Now, whether or not they make a good game, in your opinion, is a different story, but that was their goal, whereas Activision says, we got to make sure it's profitable. this story overall kind of I mean it doesn't it's not doesn't remind me of, but it's similar sort of to how you have Bioware getting bought by EA. Uh-huh. Right. Which I guess this is different because I don't think Activision owned Bungie. This was just a partnership deal. But you see an amazing studio like Bioware get attached to a publisher, a, you know, one of the big boys mm-hmm. and the the quality uh degrade. Right. Uh, slowly in a, in a Bioware's case, but if you look at Mass Effect Andromeda, of course, um, and now the upcoming Anthem, which you know isn't isn't out yet, so we can, we'll, we'll give it to the benefit of the doubt. But there is some; it seems like trouble brewing. Maybe, it's, yeah, it's not looking good to me. So, what do you guys think? Is it should should these developers be looking to self publish like like Bungie's doing? Is there less value in a big name publisher like this now? Probably a case by case situation yeah. uh, for Bungie that that relationship just needed to end, but in their case too, they've already done that with Microsoft. So you know <laughs> they might just not be able to play nicely. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how that works out, but I, I don't think it's for everyone. I think you need a publisher still in most cases. Well, and they they stated they were ready to publish on their own. Right. I don't know if that means they're going to be self publishing. Mm-hmm. Right. Or if it means they're not going to have an overlord. Phil, I think it's interesting what you said about you brought up Microsoft mm-hmm. because Jason Schreier made a tweet that it was like when Bungie made this announcement to their employees, there was like tons of cheering, hooting and hollering. Everyone was happy. <laughs> and he then made another tweet and was like, and I, I should mention the exact same thing happened when they left Microsoft. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So it feels exactly the same, only this time they got to keep their product. Right. Yeah. So which maybe this is just like the triple a struggle for developers right you need to have a publisher that can put up the money right Mm -hmm. but you are then shackled by them um 
with obviously Microsoft being of being shackled to a single franchise and then with uh, Activision and the monetization stuff right. like that. So yep. definitely an interesting one. I'll be really curious to see what happens. Actually, before we move on, what do you think? What do you think is next? Well, first of all, I think sometime not today we should have a monetization discussion because I yeah. have a lot of thoughts. Yeah, good mm-hmm. and bad about okay. monetization. Anyway, what's next? I think Bungie's probably gonna split into two projects. Okay, if I had to yeah. guess, that, that's my guess too. I, I don't think, think so. the problem though was that they didn't want to do Destiny. No, I don't think so either. Way. Yeah, but I think that if they're smart, and I think they are smart, at least business savvy, there's there's a noticeable fatigue with Destiny. You've got a very engaged player base, but everybody outside of that player base doesn't care. Mm. So you make the third Destiny game for the faithful and you make something else that's going to be amazing. And I think that third game is a ways off though. I yeah. don't think oh, you're yeah. going to see it anytime soon. They're not going to rush it in 2 years like No, cuz I think they have a their year planned out for DLC this year already. Yeah. yeah. So they'll follow that path and then probably do some more DLC for 2 on their own and then You got to wonder there. how their roadmap on Destiny 2 is going to change. Yeah. Now, like, well, they might have one now. Yeah, that might be nice. They might yeah. actually make a roadmap. Yeah, <laughs> instead of just having, who knows what, all over the place. Huh. Yeah, it's been a mess. It really has been. I'm. I'm. I'm honestly. I want to say I'm happy for them just because it always seemed rocky from mm-hmm. the get go, and Destiny always felt like a game that was like just. It was so ambitious and just out of reach of something that was truly incredible and always like halfway there right. just beneath its potential yes yes exactly now maybe we can get that marathon sequel <laughs> marathon <laughs> yeah. dang dude what was that other one they did uh is it uni <laughs> yeah, or something like so. that something. it was like a, a like know. sci-fi I never raider girl that. right <laughs> okay this one this this is speaking of messes <laughs> i don't even know what to say about this one so Gearbox, their former lawyer, his name is Wade Callender. Last name Callender. That's a sick I, name. I thought that was interesting. He is suing Randy Pitchford, and basically he's suing them for uh, because he says that Randy Pitchford received a secret bonus of $12 million, and that specifically that money was supposed to go towards employee salaries, and he somehow – you know, wiggled his way in to get that money for himself. Where did they get $12 million recently? Uh, or maybe this isn't uh, recent. I don't know. I don't know. But That's a good question. Recently, they, I don't know where they got $12 million. Yeah. yeah very good question. So what what makes this – this? Well, I feel like I'm going to repeatedly say, what makes this more interesting? And what makes oh, this more yeah. interesting? <laughs> so he uh, – He's been sued. This guy, the lawyer, was sued by Gearbox a month ago um, for uh, for fraud and uh, breach of fiduciary duty. Mm-hmm. So basically there's like a pointing match of, no, you're a fraud. No, you're a fraud between uh, this lawyer and Randy Pitchford, right? Wait, the lawyer was sued? Yes, a month ago. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is like a retaliatory uh, suing. Yes. Gotcha. Which yep. I don't think either court case is completed. No. No, I'm sure. So it's like yeah. a counter-sue situation. Right? Okay, I think I understand now. I, when I read this originally somewhere else, I didn't realize, but yeah, I get it. 
So I actually the direct quote here of what that lawyer guy is being sued for is uh, Mr. Calendar was he uh, supposedly abused the privilege of the credit card access by charging unapproved wholly personal expenses, including family vacations, gun club memberships and firearm accessories and trying to get six pack abs. (laughs) That's all you need in life. It's an actual quote. Guns, a family vacation and those abs. Mm -hmm. I mean, more power to him. Yeah, yeah, well. So part of him suing Randy Pitchford is also the fact that he said that Randy lost a USB drive that contained not only his own company secrets, but Xbox, PlayStation, all on this drive. And I'll tell you, I've been to Medieval Times plenty of times. Uh I've never found anything like that. I've never been to Medieval Times. Oh, it's it's, it's fun. I've only been once, but it was Yeah, I've been multiple times. That's what it was. They uh they have a new show that just started this oh, year, so really? they they is there one near here? Little... Washington D.C. Yeah. is probably the mm, closest one. Okay. Yeah. So, along with the company secrets, uh, it was it was said that it also had underage porn on it. Uh, I don't know if it's underage. Was it? Was well, it? that's that's Barely the, legal that's, the accus- that's the accusation. That's the accusation is that it was actually underage. Okay, is that it was underage. Okay, and so. Randy Pitchford has responded to this. He specifically responded to it on a podcast. And I'd like to read exactly what he said. I probably should yeah. have read ahead before. I was. If you're sensitive, well, first of all, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. But Yeah. Right. So this is what he said in response to the underage porn accusation. He said, <laughs> it's a woman who is masturbating, Pitchford said. And when she has some experience... That appears if she, as if she's having an orgasm. A huge amount of fluid comes out of her vagina. I forgot to mention this is on a magician podcast. Yeah. Magician focused <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Abracadabra. <laughs> liquid. Quote, this is not a sex worker. This is a fucking magician. He added. <laughs> Which there's the tie in. Yeah, there's yeah. the tie in. Yeah. Uh, saying he had purchased one of her videos and put it on the USB stick. Quote, some some kid, an employee of Medieval Times, discovered the memory stick, took it home, and accessed it because it was before we pro- we were password protecting, and discovered secrets of my company and future games and development, and also discovered the pornography. And it was barely legal porn. The girl's handle was only 18. Mm. I, I saw a thing the other day that said all porn, er- everyone in porn is either barely 18 or mm. a MILF. Those are the two... Ranges of I can see that. Yeah, I can yeah. understand. So yeah. Yeah. I want to give credit to, of course, Jason Schreier. He's the one who dug up that podcast. Uh, a lot of that research was from Jason Schreier. Yeah. Was uh, that a recent? That wasn't a recent podcast. I don't know because they didn't like. I'm trying to remember exactly what it, it wasn't super. It was like two months ago. OK, so it wasn't like last week. But so you got Randy Pitchford. He's yeah. in a medieval times. He's got his. <laughs> <laughs> He's eating his turkey leg with with no fork. No, isn't there jousting or something? Oh yeah, there's jousting. Yeah, He's yeah, watching yeah. some jousting. Yeah. He just happened to have a USB drive with company secrets on him and underage right? porn and underage. Well, okay, okay, unpassword protected. Also, unpassword protected. Uh-huh. Listen, if I was carrying around my underage porn and and you know a bunch of company secrets, why would you password protect it? Right? I'm never going to yeah. lose it, yeah. right? You, you keep yeah. that under lock and key. I mean, some of these things we get from developers and stuff at these conventions are harder to access than this that's true porn right. s- secrets <laughs> so pitchford lost just just to put it out there i don't carry around underage porn or even access it no 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 okay. just I, making sure that was clear no. my question is why was it on the same flash drive 
Why would it not be? I tell you why. Because he it? had he had these secrets on him, and he was maybe a little drunk, a little high, and he found this porn that he wanted to save, and it was the closest thing to him. So he just it's like this it is in. my secret flash drive. Keep all my secrets on there, like everything, <laughs> every secret, all of his secrets are on there. Every secret. It just seems. Here's it the seems thing. Insanely irresponsible. I, okay, no. Let's not even talk about losing it. But right. like, I guess he's probably you know he's the CEO. Who's gonna fire him? Nobody. So if he wants to put porn on his on his drive, yeah. It, I, who's no, gonna fire him? The, the right. Board. Here's the thing: is the Gearbox so team. boring right now that we don't care about the secrets? <laughs> we don't care about one <laughs> secret on this drive. We just care about the porn. Well, did these secrets not get out? If the porn did, the secrets had to. It's not password. I mean, this this kid's sitting at home and he knows the release date now. Of Borderlands 3. He has Here's to. Here's the thing. That podcast was two months ago, but I don't know how long this mm. uh, event, when this event was. Right. Okay. But still so, not one secret. I mean, something. You well, we've, had some, we've had some Gearbox leaks in the past few years, so it's not yeah. possible. Yeah. I suppose. Nothing good, though. No. So, to joking aside, what I find um, interesting and horrifying about this story is... Accusing somebody of having underage porn is uh, a very heavy accusation. Mm -hmm. Uh, When this happened, Randy Pitchford, his name was trending on Twitter, right? And I saw, like, you see the replies. It's like, oh, well, I guess Randy Pitchford's a pedophile, right? And so, I don't know. It, It very well might be true. You know, maybe the dude was. But it was like... On Twitter, the the people had spoken, or at least many of the tweets I saw, and it was like, well, this is true because of this lawsuit being filed. Well, everything that someone says one time is true. Yeah. He's probably all right, too. Probably. I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts about this? Or a About that overall, like... <sighs> we live in a society where one false accusation, completely entirely made up or 100% true... But one accusation can ruin someone's career. And there are certainly, don't get me wrong, their life for that matter, there are certainly lots of people who get accused of stuff and that's true and nothing ever happens and that's wrong. But there there are other people who things are said and it's just taken out of context and now everybody thinks that about them mm-hmm. and it might not be true. Now, don't get me wrong, sounds like, <laughs> sounds like either way Randy Pittsford is not a great guy. Yeah. Potentially. Like losing company secrets and carrying around at least young person porn and talking about it on a magician podcast. Like, that's weird. Yeah. It's weird, but anyone but that has that a cell phone a is carrying around porn with them anymore. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that doesn't mean he's a, a criminal, though. Right. I want to be clear. Or a pedophile. Right. Yeah. I want to be clear that I I think that clearly the the work needs to be done to investigate and see if there's any grounds to these claims. I'm not saying that we shouldn't at least give merit to these accusations i think it's completely fair to be looked into sure yeah right but i just i hate that it's like and it very well may be that isn't randy pitchford like kind of a divisive industry figure already Uh, as it is yeah so i i get i i guess i understand why i just it frustrates me yeah overall but i don't know it's it's interesting Ben, I don't know a lot about how suing each other works. I just don't understand the like, oh, well, you sued me. Well, I'm going to sue you. 
Well, I understand that. I don't know that that's a good thing. Okay. But I do understand why people would do that. Um, you know, this guy, they, they probably had like a little wink and a nod towards each other that, mm-hmm. uh, okay, look, I'm, you do whatever. You, just go ahead and charge that family vacation to your credit card, Mr. Lawyer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, anything happens, we just won't talk about it. I didn't even think about it. Like, what if this is like, maybe the lawyer got caught and now he's in trouble. And so he's like, well, if I'm getting caught for this, then. Right. So is he, because he also did bad stuff. Yeah. I mean, count, suits and countersuits happen all the time. Yeah. I mean, okay, we're not, we're probably not going to get too far into it, but like Red Dead Redemption now is getting sued by the uh, Pinkerton group, Pinkerton Society. And so they're suing them back. Yeah, like that's just how things work because mm-hmm. that's to, a lot of times in court. Unless there's another pending lawsuit, that lawsuit will settle or something. Hmm. Any any final comments about this crazy story? Just it is not what I dreamed of this week. Yes, no, it is not. <laughs> not one bit. The last one I have is not super sensational, but I do find it interesting. It's Cath- a good segue, though. It is a good segue. Yeah. Catherine Classic mm-hmm. is now on Steam. Yeah. And this was an interesting moment when this was revealed because it was too much fanfare and also a lot of people poo-pooing it because this is the – it's not the new remastered full-body edition. But it's the first time it's ever been on PC. True. Right. So – Which is weird. It's like, hey, we're releasing this. Yeah. um, But we're not going to say whether or not we're going to release full-body on on Steam. So you should buy this. And maybe Which is you'll coming soon, right? Full body's coming soon. It's supposed to come out this year, yeah. localized. It's coming out definitely this year in Japan, but okay. end of 2019 in uh, the U.S. So right, right. we'll see, though. Weird Usually timing. those Atlas games get delayed in localization. So. And they almost sucked me in because when I saw it was for sale, I hadn't been paying attention, but it's it's a game I've never played. And I was like, oh, I'll pick it up on Steam. Why sure. Not? No, I'm not getting that version. I heard that some there was some shady business that... The game, they're like, it runs at 60 FPS. Mm-hmm. But so if you run an FPS counter on the game while you're playing it, it'll say 60. Right. But like all the animations are in 30. Like mm. everything's in 30. Huh. But the game technically runs at a clock 60. It well, doesn't it, make, it's weird. Probably just had to rush it out so that when Catherine comes to Smash, um, you know, oh, it's Catherine. popular again. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly this says to me that Persona is coming to PC. Yeah. More than anything else. I think Sega saw the success of uh Yakuza uh-huh. on Steam. Yep. And now they're they're like, hey, let's dip our toe a little further in. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'd love to see Persona three and four on Steam. I'm guessing Persona five though is gonna be the first. Oh yeah. They'd be silly not to release the newest property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And that's it for the headlines. There we go. Let's go ahead and move on. I got a little game for you boys. This is the first ever game for you here on the <laughs> HP Podcast. I'm very excited about it. I need you guys to potentially, yeah, actually, get out your phone and get out your calculator. Okay. Because you need to keep track of your score here. Okay. And I'm not going to... I already have 100. I'm not going to track your score for <laughs> you. zero. So play by the honor system. Okay. I got to tell a little story. If we don't, people will call us out listening. So, Phil and Ben, mm-hmm. you guys are both teenagers. A fresh 18, 19 years old. Wow. Hmm. And you're an employee. That was a long time. Gearbox? At GameStop. <laughs> oh, okay. 
<laughs> which I've made this game because GameStop is potentially being sold. There's right. an article today on handsofandom.com there is. from our pal Dave about GameStop not surviving. So one day you're both working. Well, it's actually not one day, one night. And a storm is rolling in. The wind's blowing, trees going down, mm-hmm. lightning cracking, and the power goes out. Boy, we and have like a mist situation on our hands. The systems shut down, okay. but then they come back on. Oh. But there's no internet. Oh, no. So you no longer have access Close to the shop. system. Close up shop. <laughs> there, you no longer have access to the system. Okay. And... um. There's still a lot of shoppers in the mall. Let's we'll say it's the mall GameStop. And so they're coming in and they want to trade in some games. Mm-hmm. And your manager is an asshole. And he says, You need to get these trades through. Okay. You should know what the numbers are. Wow. This is obviously ridiculous. And clearly only something I'm saying for the sake of this game. Right. But because in reality they would just try to sell you. Their membership. <laughs> they, well, they no. would just say they can't do trades right and then, now. And then they would try to sell you their membership. Exactly. Here, yeah. And buy this buy, buy a warranty on and a And pre a game. Yeah. So I've got some games for you boys. I'm going to be a customer coming in, and I'm trading in the game. Okay. And you need to give me some GameStop credit back for it. Okay. I have the actual numbers of how much GameStop will give you as of yesterday. Okay. Of how much they'll give you. So at the end of the day, mm. you want to make... Um, more money for GameStop. Okay. Or, well, I guess you just want to be as as, as close, as close to, as to there as theirs as possible, right? right? So, does everything make sense? Whoever has the, let's see. So we're not going to say how much out loud. We're just going to add it up. And at the end, whoever has a grand total for all these games. Well, I was thinking that we would go over the amount and then you would okay. add it to your total. Sounds good. Like, let's say I have. This is a very honor system driven game. Let's say I, I say this isn't one of them, Ocarina of Time. Uh-huh. Right. And Ben gives 20, and Phil, you say 30. And it's, it sells for 120 probably right now. And it's stops. $25. Right. Then one of you would get a minus five. Okay. One of would you have a positive five. Gotcha. gotcha. And that's what we're keeping track of is the positive, the plus minus. Yes. Okay. I gotcha. Get totally. So does this all make sense? It makes sense. I thought about this in my head, and I tried yeah. to tell Holly about it, and she. She understood, but she wasn't excited about it. And I think this is a really right. fun game. I think it's fun too. I think it's fun Do too. We and have it's to gonna say sh- it at the same time. No, you have to. Uh, I guess we don't have pens. I was gonna say each one. We're as grown long adults as you, here. You're grown adults. We'll, we'll, you have to. You I'll be have honest. To say I'll go it, second. I'll be honest about but it. But don't change your number. Right. Or you're change. in trouble. Perfect. Wait, I think it's funny that you said I'll be <laughs> honest and I'll go second. <laughs> Called my bluff. <laughs> okay, so I'm here to trade in a game. Okay. It's Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh-huh. Um, uh, you know, I want to get a new game. How much are you giving me? I'm going to say $22. Damn it. That's my 22 <laughs> exactly was my pick. The actual price you'll get from GameStop is $30. 30 That's oh. incredible. So Good. so I'm, we made $8. $8. Nice. $8. Okay. Right. The next one. These ones are easy. These are more start with Are we rounding titles. to the nearest dollar? Yeah, we'll round to the okay. nearest dollar. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, too. If it's the same thing, I'll tell you it's the same thing. Like, okay. I'm not going to be like, wow, you picked 22, so I'm going with 23. Yeah, yeah. So, Mine hold on. I want to make sure we're clear. Like, the goal is to be as accurate as possible. Right. Not necessarily to rip someone off and get No, right. I know. No. Okay. I'm surprised oh. that that one's going for 30 right now. Oh, wait. So, so what score did we get with that? You each 
Um, we gave them $22. So does that mean we actually are $8 up? We're $8 or up. We're $8 up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your goal is to end with zero. Nice. Okay. So from now on, I'm just giving everyone a dollar. No, so then <laughs> play the game the way we're supposed to. <laughs> All right. Next yeah. one. God of War 2018. Oh, man. Okay, I need to get Kingdom Hearts, guys. Yeah. Okay. Do uh, you want to go? Do I you want to switch it up? Yeah. $15. I okay. say 11 Actual price is $13. Ooh. Only 13 schmackers for game of the year, everybody. So that puts me up to and fell down to. Mm-hmm. Which, if you think about it, they're probably selling God of War for what? 20, 20 bucks? bucks. I mean, I bought it. That's actually pretty decent. Well, I think it was 20 on, on Black, Black Friday. Friday yeah. but I think it's 30 regularly, I think. Okay. Could be wrong. All right, guys. How much are you going to give me for Zelda Breath of the Wild? Oh, man. I'll go first this time. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say like $32. Okay. I'm going with 20 GameStop will give you a cool $30. Wow. My goodness. So I lost two there. Sorry for another clarification, but I want to say this is all in GameStop credit. Right. Not yeah, cash. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, and then not with the pro card. Okay. So I gave them 32 It's only worth Man. 30 I was way off. Next one. Bubsy, Return of the Woolies. I didn't know there was a physical copy for PlayStation that. 4. How much you getting for, for that gem? This Four is a mom. Dollars. This is clearly a middle-aged mom okay. with her kid. Four dollars. Okay. I was gonna say three dollars. Seven dollars. Seven dollars. Okay. Not too bad. How's our scores looking? You know, I really don't know what the reality, <laughs> what it's supposed to be, but I, I'm up twelve dollars right now. I'm up thirteen dollars right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Next one. Job Simulator, mm. the physical disc. If I knew what it retailed at normally, that'd be easier, but. I tried to mix in. I some of these are out of print. Yeah, so I'll say that. I'll go ten, ten dollars. Yeah, might be steep. My gut reaction was eight. It's twenty dollars. Wow, good job, Phil. Wow. That's out of print, I guess. It is I out of print. So yeah. yeah. Wait, uh, wait what do you mean, good job? Didn't I just make twelve dollars for the store? The goal I said is to be as accurate to the to the actual amount. Right, I understand. So you don't want to rip people off, and you don't want to lose money for GameStop. Right. But what's my score for that? If I guessed 8, and that's 20. Plus 12? I'm not a smart man, guys. I know, but you made the <laughs> game up. I would have actually, if they took that, I would have actually made the store an additional $12. Yeah, so that's how mm. we're doing it. Okay. Yeah, that's what I did. Next I, I added 10. Okay. Since I, I said 10. 12, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if we're right, but this is how we're playing it. Next one. This is a fun game. It's still a fun Just game, so yeah. <laughs> well, these ones are the low balls. Yeah. It's, it'll get a lot more interesting here at the end. Next one is Halo, the Master Chief Collection. This is an old one, right? Yeah, it This is. was a pack-in game for the Xbox One. But they sold it separately, too, right? And they sold it separately, Yeah, yes. I bought it separately. Also, yeah. you have to remember, huge uh, tr- online troubles. Yeah. So you have to imagine some people traded this in. Ben? My first... Um... I'm gonna say six. <laughs> six. The actual price is seventeen fifty. Get out of here! Wow, I could not believe that. That's crazy. So good on GameStop. Wow. So that puts me up another eleven fifty. <laughs> Next one. Kills- some, your game is fun, but it's broken. It is a little broken, <laughs> but because fun- if you just lowball people, you win. Well, it's like whose line is it anyway? Yeah, you get a billion matter. points for that. One. What I should have done was whoever had the closer score gets a point. Yeah, that's probably. We're too far in now. This Somebody point. go back and listen and tell us who won. Okay. Next one. Killzone Shadowfall. Launch PS4 Launch, title. Yep. 
Phil. Three dollars. Three dollars. Okay. Uh, I'd say seven. Seventy-five cents. Wow. Oh. Killzone Shadow wow. Ball. <laughs> That's like Madden 15 <laughs> prices right there. Seventy-five cents. I was over at three dollars. <laughs> Seventy-five cents. That's still more than Madden, though. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Okay, we, so these have all been modern games. Let's take a, a step back in the past. Let's also say that's a good-ass game. People didn't appreciate nearly enough. For a launch title. For a launch title. For a launch good. title, it was it was a good game. What does that mean? It means uh, usually I liked it, are ass. but um, nobody else did. Right. So I have to say, for a launch title. For a launch title, okay. Next one is Chrono Trigger for the Super Nintendo. Oh, boy. Now, I will tell you guys... Usually around $150 for this cart on eBay. Right. How much does GameStop sell it for? I don't know. You're not, okay. I'm, I actually, I feel like I saw it was like 100 and it might have been around 150 I can look real quick for you guys. That's, a, that's I think all right. it's best not to know. Yeah, I think it's, it's best, best not, not to know. know. Yeah. Okay. Am I up first? Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to say they'll give you a cool 40 bucks for it. I was going to say 75. 75. GameStop will give you a cool $22 for <laughs> no trigger. $22. Oh, no. So, wow. Holy I'm cow. So I'm down to. Think about it like this. I've only made 11.25 so far. You come in. I just lost us. <laughs> I was like 50 some dollars off there. You got a copy of Job Simulator and Chrono Trigger. They're like, oh, Chrono Trigger, we'll give you an extra $2 on that one. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn. Next one. Boy, I just got fired. Also an expensive game. Castlevania Symphony of the Night for the PlayStation 1. Oh. PlayStation 1? Yes. Yeah. Symphony of the Night on PlayStation 1. The OG. Let's say it's... Sotten. Let's say it's the black box. Well... The black box. It was the green box, but they're both... It didn't have two different ones. Okay. But the picture they had was green. Okay. But they, like I said, no difference in uh, trade-in. Jeez. Who's up first? Phil's up first. Go. I'm, I'm going to say 15 if Chrono is only getting 22. Ben? 17. $12. Wow. For Castlevania Symphony of the Night, a game that regularly retails over $100 on eBay. Okay, here we so go. They're giving a, that's amazing that they are giving better trade-in values for newer, less rare games. I think it has to do with where why people come to GameStop. That's true. So... Next one, Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. That's like really prevalent, right? Is it? This is the standard, not the um, Super Mario All-Stars version. Okay. Oh. Who's up? Twelve. Twelve dollars? Yeah. Ben? They should give $195 for that cartridge. Eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, no. I see the smirk on your you face. Two dollars. Hate everything for Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. Well, I'd so like remember, to give you the greatest thing ever made. Here's two dollars for you, kid. Remember, nope. Bubsy is worth more uh, than Super Mario World. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a physical copy of that one. Here's the lightning round. Not lightning, but the, la- the final three. It's Six. the final countdown here. Hmm. We're going hardware. Okay. Oh, if you bring in an Xbox One X. I br- I'm bringing it in, guys. How yeah. much you giving me? Uh, 220. 220? 199. 170. Wow. For an Xbox My One goodness. X. I just lost 50 bucks. Next one. 
I guess I didn't think about how much this would. Well, here's the thing: yeah. before Black Friday, I yeah. priced one because I was thinking about trading it in. Yeah, and it was like two twenty, so it dropped after Black Friday for sure. Yikes! If I have a working, I have a working Super Nintendo here. Yeah. How much are you giving me? I'm gonna say like eight eight dollars twenty. Phil, right on the money at oh. twenty dollars. Well, I just made twelve somehow. So. <laughs> Finally, the PlayStation Two. This is a fat boy PlayStation Two. Okay. How much? Boy. The same twenty dollars. Okay. Ben? I'd say I'd say twenty five. GameStop will give you five dollars wow. for a fat PlayStation Two, and that's it for the game. Wow. How are your non-relevant numbers doing? I'm fired. You're fired? Because I lost GameStop $77.75. Oh. I, I hit clear right before that last one, but I know mm. it was at, I know where it was, uh, like $62. I lost $62. Yikes. So I technically Boy. won, but we both lost real bad. Bad. I think if it weren't for that $75, I tried to give Chrono Cross. That's right. Chrono Trigger. A little better off. Chrono Did you Trigger, just say yeah. Chrono Cross? My bad. My Chrono bad. Cross. You're My fired. Bad. So, boy, that game sucked. <laughs> what a terrible sequel. The moral of the story is that was a fun game. Yeah, that Just was the rules game. were a little confusing. I'm sorry, but yeah. maybe that's because we're is, dumb. I'm, I'm a newly minted game maker. I think that Phil and I were just dumb. So I will, I will try to. Well, I hit one of them on the nose, so I'll, I'll give myself the victory, one to nothing. On uh, pretty sure I hit one of them on the nose too. I don't know about that. One of the early ones. Mm, yeah. The moral of the story is we'll have to check the tape. <laughs> don't. Trade in, especially those old games. To don't game trade in anything. No. Don't, don't just don't trade in anything. Don't just keep do everything. Keep everything. I, when I Dave. got my when I got my Wii, I traded in my Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, oh and my gosh. to buy a bunch of Wii stuff. Stupid, oh. stupid. You know what I got? Probably like Call of Duty Three, uh, Madden. Yikes. Hey, you know what I just found out? Back when I was young and stupid, I got Super Mario Sunshine when I when I bought the the Wii yeah. from a friend. Mm -hmm. I traded it in the GameStop. I think they gave me you know something that was reasonable, but not. Terrible. Game. I didn't really like that game at the time. Oh, it's so good. We were at a game store the other day, Dustin and I were at a vintage game store, and he told me that uh, Sunshine sells for like eighty to ninety dollars now. Mm. Dang it! I have a small thing I wanted to tell you. I found really interesting. I've got a couple rare Super Nintendo games I'm trying to sell because I want to buy. Like I mentioned, the Super NT. A guy on Craigslist said, "Hey, I'll buy your games and I'll give you more than game stores will." Thought, okay, I'll hit him up, show him what I got. I sent him uh, that I had Ninja Gaiden Trilogy and uh, Breath of Fire 2, which is like 50 or 60. And I said, I heard, are you still buying games? I have these. He said, I'll give you $10. I said, I said, uh, that's way too low. Sorry. Yeah. And he said, oh, no, he said $20. And then he upped it to 30. Yeah. I said, sorry, I can't take any low balls. I understand what the value is. Yeah. And he responded saying like, well, I can't give you 80% of the value of the game. And I said, yeah, but you offered me less than 13% of the value. <laughs> and you said you would pay more than game stores. He probably was. Probably more than the game store would give you for it. I mean, here's the thing. Which is nonsense. I mean, you don't have to take that. Even looking at like East Starland or something, which is a game store that you can mail your stuff to. Uh -huh. They give me like at least $60 yeah, for, right. for a Ninja Gaiden trilogy. Right. So. And then I was I saw I was like, I can't take less, you know, that's less than thirteen percent. And you said you'd give me more. Sorry for wasting your time. Have a good day. Yeah. He's like, Don't you know how negotiations work? Do you think I'm gonna give you my best price up front? I'm like, I get it. 
That's right. how negotiations normally work. Right. You said that you were specifically giving <laughs> decent amount of money. Right. And then you tried to like lowball me. So yeah. screw off, dude. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's You're get clearly a con artist here. Clearly. I mean, I had to try to get them from you somehow. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. I saw uh, Super Metroid for 55 bucks oh. at the game exchange. Huh. Not, so, not so good there. But, no. No. I mean, it's available. It's there. Yeah. So why not? Let's go ahead and move on to the write-in portion of the show. Hey, before we go to the next part, I got two things for you. One, I have a copy of the game What Never Was on PC, courtesy of Ak Hogan. Phil reviewed this game last week. It's mm-hmm. up on handsofandom.com. PC, I assume this is Steam. I'm thinking it's Steam. The code for What Never Was is WZLK46RFVRBJNFP. Go check that out right now. And, uh, you know, there's a free game. Uh, we have three copies of Guacamelee 2. Hell yeah. For the Nintendo Switch. We are running a giveaway right now on our website. You can either check out our Twitter where you can find it, or you can go to handsomefandom.com and look for the giveaway article. I had a like a really quick, easy link, but I forget what it was, and maybe we'll put it in the show notes. But if we don't, sorry, just have to go look for it. It's easy to find. Just it go is. to handsomefandom.com. You'll find it. Three copies of that, so you got a good chance. Did we hear from anyone last week? Did they? Yeah, we heard from codes? a couple. Okay, yeah. awesome. Good, cool. good, good. Did you redeem any of them, Phil? No. <laughs> Did no. you try? I didn't have a pencil. There's no <laughs> pens on this table. So some writing questions. Here we go. The first one. Uh, are you excited for the Sonic movie? Mm. What do you think of his beefy, hairy legs? What would make a good Sonic movie? <sighs> I'm not excited, and I'm not not excited. I guarantee I will watch it. I don't know that I will rush to theaters to see it. I'm not watching this. I Honestly, won't, I, I won't waste my time. I see those hairy legs. No. You know, I'm going to say this too. I see the the fuzzy Pokemon. I want to throw up directly onto my, my dick when I see that. That's specifically. Extreme. I don't, I don't like it. I mean, Sonic, I will reserve full judgment until we see a teaser, right? I, a full <laughs> teaser trailer. But all that I know is, and I'm going to go back to the Golden Globes again. I'm watching the Golden Globes. They got a bit with Jim Carrey. He's there being nominated for Kidding, which is a terrific show. Uh-huh. First class, you know. And he's talking about Sonic. And he's like, because he was sitting in the TV section, so they were moving him, you know. you know, He was sitting with the movie section, I apologize. But he was there for a TV show, so they made him go back and sit with the common TV folk. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm in a movie next year. Haven't you seen the Sonic trailers yet? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jim, go further away, further away. Oh, no. So, I mean, there is a lot of talent in this movie, but I'm not going to go anywhere near it. Both, I feel like it just, it feels cash grabby right now. Is Uh, it though? Like, who who cares about Sonic right now? Our friend Kevin, a couple years ago, I think, I believe it was him that said this. Kevin, you can confirm or deny this to me. He was saying how he was excited in the future because you would see the 90s generation getting old enough that they were directing movies. And they're the ones that are deciding what kind of content comes out. Yeah. I think he was right because we're starting to see some of that trickle in, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think we're getting good and bad. And specifically, this is the bad. 
Oh, Whereas this is definitely the bad. You see, you saw the cash and gra- the cash grabs of more eighties culture right. ten right. years ago, right? And now yeah. we're seeing the cash grabs of nineties culture, and this is one of them. If you're gonna do this, though, I would rather see this like a red versus blue situation, where it's just mm. like Sonic clips from the game, maybe uh-huh. with just him like yelling things at Tails while he's running through Green Hill <laughs> Zone or something I don't know like if that. That would have mass market appeal. Though. It wouldn't, but neither no. will this. I mean, this is this is not this is. I think this movie is going to do better than we think it will. I don't, I don't think it's going to be better. I don't yeah. think it's going to be better than we think it will be. I think it's going to be on par with the Ratchet and Clank movie. Here's yeah. what I think. I think that a Sonic movie that is fully CG animated, mm-hmm. I could get behind if it's done properly. Maybe it wouldn't be. Right. But live action. It's the Smurfs all over again. Yeah. They oh did a God. good Smurfs movie, though. I yeah. heard the yeah. one with Dwight as mm-hmm. or uh, what's it? Rain Wilson, yeah. I guess, as a Gargamel. Right. I heard that one's good. So maybe something like that. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a Sonic. Now that they're doing the live action, it'll be like Smurfs. A couple years, we'll get I just don't a want CG. It. I, I honestly don't want any. I want my video games to be video games. I agree. And that, that's it, that's fine. I don't want my movies to be video games, and I don't want my video games to be movies. There are, Everyone's you know got a chub over this new director on board for, for Uncharted. I just, just let it go. I, I don't want yeah. it. I don't care. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't care who it is. If they like video games, I don't give a shit. Right. The best video here. game movies are ones that are passively about video games. Right. Like Scott Pilgrim. Yes. yes. Right. So. Yeah. Which isn't really about. A video no, game. it just sort of is a video game. Yeah. The movie kind is of. kind of a video game. They made a video game out right. of the movie, which was very good, actually. It was actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I need to pull out my 360 and play that again. We have 13 minutes. I know. Okay. Much I, I just want to make sure. We're going to skip this question because we don't need to take up the time. So let's move on to In One Tweet. This is the part of the show where you follow us on Twitter. We put out a question every week that you need to respond to, of course, in one tweet. And we'll read it here on the show and try not to make fun of you. But we might. We might. Specifically, I'm going to make fun of Phil because not only did he – Right in to his own show's question. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, well, hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself again like last week. The question was, Super Nintendo games are rumored to be coming to the Nintendo Switch. In one tweet, tell us what games you'd like to see on the service and why. Phil, you put in Bubsy 2, and you're out of the podcast, so leave. <laughs> Look, nostalgia means everything to me. I know it's a bad game, mm. but I want to play it again, and you I know, don't care. Honestly, Phil, I played the first Bubsy when I was a kid on Sega Genesis. Yeah, yeah me too. Not nearly I as good as two. When I was a kid. Yeah. But I remember it being extremely frustrating. Extremely frustrating. I never beat Bubsy too. I'll tell you that right now. I never beat it. And I think that's part of why I want to go back and play it. It feels like a lot of the games I had at Super Nintendo like were just really hard. Yeah. Even for like yeah. adults. Like Zombies Ate My Neighbors oh, was yeah. a game I had. That game see, is it's so tough. hard. And this is why movies should not be video games and vice versa. If I would go based on the, the video game, I would think that the Lion King ends with a stampede. And that's not mm. how you want to end in that story. Right. No. You, you want to actually know what happens. That game's so hard too. It's horrible. And the so uh, Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. Jungle Book. Jungle Book. All in, yep. insanely hard. Capcom classics. Yep. Okay, let's go over some of the the real responses here. It's a real Sorry. response. Sorry, Phil. Uh, the goal was for you to share it here on this podcast, you know, as a group, because I'm going to ask Ben, uh-huh. and then I was going to share, but you're out, you're out now. Wow. Adam Redding says, flashback. I had not heard of this game. 
Phil, do you know about this game since Super Nintendo? No, I've not played console? it. I've not played for Flashback. I watched a little video of it. It's like one of those more um, cinematic platformers where it like looks really heavy. Uh-huh. The jumping looks awkward, but I don't know. looks interesting. Mike Lopez says, obviously, and a picture of Chrono Trigger. And uh, that's, gonna, that's my response to Chrono Trigger, clearly. Right. I feel like that's a game I want to dive into. I, I bought the copy here, but, you know, if it was on Switch, right. it'd be so portable. And I feel like both those boys have better taste than I do. So Flashback's probably really good. Mm. So if, if they're putting Flashback and Chrono Trigger and I got Bubsy. Uh, well, here's the thing I'm going to say. I like how neither one of them provided the second part of the question, the answer. To the I didn't either. Question, why? <laughs> uh, uh, I assume that, that Mike's Mike response did give an to answer. why is obviously. obviously. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yes. Yeah. Right. If you uh, listen to them, though, Mike does struggle with the tweets. So oh, that's true. Yeah. Dave Lambden says, Uniracers, because of the soundtrack. Never played Uniracers, but it looks really fun anytime I see gameplay of it. Apparently yes. it sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Alex O'Neill says, no question, a link to the past, the greatest of all time. Wow. It is known as one of the greats. I cannot confirm that because I have not fully played it. Yes. All the way through, I have not. I thought you had. No, 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 no. Trevor Starkey says Act Razor because it's Act Razor. I think we gotta we gotta ban these because obviously answers. Sorry, right. Trevor. Sorry, Mike. Right. But Sorry, we need Phil. full explanations. Right. Act Razor, a 2D game that's like a side scroller, but also has the town building. Very interesting. I've not played that. Finally, uh Caesar Palafox says Chrono Trigger. It triggered, huh? Oh, triggered oh. a passion on me. For the genre, for completing for completing stuff, uh, I think there's an extra comma there. Sorry, Caesar. For completing stuff, and it's opened my eyes to what games could be. Hmm. Sounds like I got to play Chrono Trigger, guys. You yep. need to play everything on this you list. You do, yeah. I know, dude. I told you, Super. Mm-hmm. I didn't have it growing up. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm I'm in bed with it now. If you know what I'm saying. Ben. Yeah. What game would you have on the service? Um. I've got two. Can I can I give two? You can give two if you can say them in the amount of time one would. That's not fair. Turtles in Time and Super Mario RPG, mm. because Turtles in Time, uh, I can imagine multiplayer on the Switch with Turtles in Time. Yeah. And Super Mario RPG because it's the perfect game for the Switch. You can pick it up. You can put it down. You don't have to like. It's not action driven. It's great. See, I was also trying to think of things not on the classic. So yeah. Hmm. But I you know. okay, Phil. Well, I mean that's why that's why I would have gone with that's a great answer is what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. I I yeah was trying to think of were, were turtles not, in time on no, no turtles in time was I, I just RPG. Mario but RPG Hyperstone was. Heist was mm. well no that was Genesis no. Genesis okay Genesis yeah. you're right mm-hmm. I was thinking I heard you say it on the classic but then I was thinking about consoles on the SNES right? classic so yeah my choice even though I already said Crown and Trigger is Booger Man. Mm. Did you ever play Booger Man? <laughs> never played Booger Man. Have you heard of this game? I was too busy playing Super Off-Road the Baja. Hey, I have a third answer that's not real, but it's totally true. Earthworm Jim. Earthworm mm. Jim. That's another game that is cool, but insanely hard. Yeah, it's very hard. Super hard. Do you remember the, the first boss is like a dude in a junkyard, and he's like barfing like junk up at you? Yes. <laughs> what were they thinking? <laughs> there was, have you played any of the rest of the game? It's all like that. I know it's all like that. Yeah. And then there's the level I think where you're 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 literally in hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm having Y2K flashbacks because it all sounds like stuff that could have been in that game. Did you ever watch the cartoon for Earthworm Jim? No, no. 
the cartoon. I loved it. There's a very limited amount of episodes. I had it on VHS, though. Yeah. Hey, hmm. when, when most of you are hearing this, Phil just mentioned the Y2K game. When most of you are hearing this, uh, if, it's, if you're listening on Wednesday, his review of the game that's coming out the next day is out for Y2K. Uh, so check that out on handsomephantom.com. It's going to be huge. Huge. And that's it for this episode of the HP Podcast. Thanks for joining me, boys. I uh, I feel like this is very good. Very, very strong good. already. I feel like, you know, I've started a couple podcasts now. I feel like it takes a couple episodes to get in the flow. Yeah. But we've got, I feel like the, the flow is already here. We've mm-hmm. been podcasting together already, so that probably helps. That yes. probably does yeah. help. Yes, it does. So as I mentioned earlier, make sure to subscribe to this show. Uh-huh. Leave us a rating and review. That helps us out a lot. Uh-huh. Also, tell a friend about it. Mm, and yes. uh, let hey, them know. Po- post one of our episodes on Reddit if you think it's a nice episode. Honestly, mm-hmm. that would be incredible. Uh, post mm-hmm. it on Reddit because when I post stuff on Reddit, they always take it down and say <laughs> I'm self-promoting because I am. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that would be super appreciated. Uh, if you want to help the show financially but you don't want to give us money, you can do that by shopping on Amazon and using our affiliate link. It's uh, handsomefandom.com slash Amazon. Buy what you normally would. We take a couple pennies from Jeff Bezos, uh, or as Donald Trump would say, Jeff Bozo. Heaven knows he's going to need those pennies. He's going to need them for that divorce. Yeah. So, yeah. did you hear the sixty-nine million is the uh, the settlement? Nice. What, a, what an appropriate billion. I'm sorry, oh, sixty-nine. Billion. Billion. Okay, yeah. But specifically, they they went for the sixty-nine billion. That's less than half. Yeah, yeah. It was, and very, they started it together. So. I I think that she picked that number like on purpose, oh, just spite. to yeah, yeah. Shout out to his infidelity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There should be a bonus episode coming this Friday that we are about to record. But as the rule goes, you don't announce it until it's in the can. So the plan is for an episode Friday. If there's not one, then something has gone wrong in in the next five minutes, five, ten minutes. So um, it's possible. We'll just leave that out there. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash handsome phantom. You can join our discord, handsomephantom.com slash discord. And also sign up to win the games. Yes. Guacamelee. Fantastic game. I reviewed it. I think I, I gave that a nine, right? I was very near a nine if you didn't. It was a, I'm pretty sure it was, it wasn't a 9.5, but it was a nine. Nice. Fantastic game. I recommend it. Boys, any final words? I think, I think I've said about everything I had to say, Dustin. Mm-hmm. My only final word is don't mix your porn with the business. <laughs> Just, and don't leave it at a medieval time. <laughs> Maybe a password if you're going to. The only Just, thing that would have oh. been better, I mean, if it was like a Chuck E. Cheese or something that he left Chuck it at. Cheese. But all it's right. hard to honest. get into a Chuck E. Cheese in a strip it club. Is, yeah. <laughs> if I if I were to um like if I were to password if I, if I were to get a flash drive and it was password protected, I'd just throw it away. Because mm. yeah. that I mean that's how yeah. intimidating passwords are to me. I'm not gonna crack it. If he had a password on it, it'd probably be something like these nuts. <laughs> you know, based on what I've I've read about Randy yeah. Barely eighteen. Barely eighteen is the password. <laughs> oh man. All right. We'll see everybody next week.